Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revolution Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. We are bringing you a little bonus episode this week. This is a teaching that I did over on Facebook. I love the Facebook Lives, so if you're not following us, please go over and follow us on Facebook because we can engage there in real time and you can ask real questions and you will get a real answer, hopefully, most likely. And it's just fun to engage that way. And uh, when I go over there to teach, I only do it when it feels real and true. And honestly, I feel like God is doing something, revealing something to me that now is ready to be taught. So I'm sharing a little personal testimony with you today. Uh, It's all about my identity and in relationship to my son and his identity. You know, life is about relationship. It really is. It's all about relationship, loving God and loving people. And we often make it about other things. And we have to get honest with that where we get lost and tossed about in our desires so that we can get free and really live a life of love and freedom that we were made for. So today also works in compatibility with our, our free download that we have available for you right now. You're going to hear me reference it, but it's an identity training program. Really, it's just 21 days. If you've listened to our Fruitful Declarations podcast, it's all about identity statements of who you are and who you are. We just really got to work this down. I don't, no one really, you will need to continue to do this every day for the rest of your life. Train your identity because from it flows everything. And this downloadable you can get right now, you can link on it or click on it in the show notes, a free link for these 21 days. Um, It is a daily statement and then a couple of verses that you can reference and then just reflect on what is God saying to you and in in context to these declaration statements. And then you can even double dip and go use the podcast as well and continue to do this bottom-up therapy. You're going to hear me talk about bottom-up, the foot-up therapy that we do here in these podcasts. Also, if you're thinking about becoming a fitness teacher, gospel preacher, Platoon 21 is enrolling. We are enrolling now. We're about eight weeks away. I know it's still plenty, seems like plenty of time, but it takes a while to get your ducks in a row for such a call as this. Listen, you're qualified. If you have a body, that's it. You're qualified. If you're breathing, you're qualified. (laughs) So don't delay. Don't wait. The harvest is plenty and the workers are few. And I talked a little bit today about my hair getting gray. So we need some helpers. So get on over here. Young, old, any generation, where you come from, body size. If you're breathing and have a body, that's it. There's someone who is waiting for you to awaken and arise, to declare the word of God, to love, pray for, carry the burdens of others as they will carry yours in community with people that have decided to put some workout pants on and move their bodies (laughs) because something happens when we move our feet and hear truth and love. All right, you guys, enjoy today's podcast. Be sure to get that free downloadable if you haven't already. And we will see you soon. Peace. Bad news, stuck in good bodies. So we train, so we move, so you use the podcast. I hope you're using the podcast. And this 21 days of training, it's a free downloadable. It's all about identity. Listen, you guys, if you don't know, who is it that says the unexamined life is no life worth living? Like you have to examine your life. Who am I? That's the big question people ask. Who am I and what am I living for? Everyone in all humanity will ask those two questions at one time. Who am I? What am I, what's the point? Why am I here? 
And those two, those two questions have to be answered in a valuable way. Otherwise, what's the point? Amen. And in a season right now, we're seeing with suicide that's coming to the forefront and people are aware of it. And it's, we're talking about it. Praise God, because all the darkness has to get pushed into the light. Everything that is hidden will get exposed. Amen. Thank you. That is scriptural. Thank you, God. So we're pushing some of this darkness into the light. We're not afraid of it. No shame. But what do we do about it? There has to be a solution. If you don't know who you are and what you're living for, that supersedes your own stuff, your own thing, your own, you know, because we think so small, but we think safe. We think small because we can control it. It keeps us safe. When we're called for more, we're called for big. And so identity goes far beyond what the world will teach you what identity is. We want to talk about God, who you are made in his image. So the more we know God, who he is, the more we will know ourselves. Bottom line, try as you might to get out of that. There's no way around that. Know God, know him, and you will know yourself. Trying to know yourself without knowing God, it's like trying to, it's like trying to speak a language that you will never learn. It'll be frustrating. You will, will never have the brain mapping to learn the language. And so you keep trying, keep trying, just frustrate yourself. And that's really what the enemy tries to do is frustrate us. Yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about this today. Uh, go get this downloadable or free download and, and then we'll start working about it. But here's how we're going to do it. So I'll kick it off a little bit with um, talking about it. It's all about identity. And this month is our Bold in the Soul Challenge. If you follow us on this page, Instagram, you've seen all these beautiful pictures of people writing words about identity, reclaiming who they are, what God has done, the testimony of their life. And because they can share that, uh, it, it, it evokes more testimony of what God will do. If God's done for one, he will do for all. But it might look totally different and come at a completely different time. But God is very interested in good. You were made for love and freedom. Love and freedom. It's what you were made for. You were made for love. Now, a love that is just self-centered is no love at all. It's a love that has to go higher. So I say this because I'm still working this out. I know who I am. <laughs> I sing it. I am who you say I am. We can sing these songs. We say these things. I often say in Revelation Wellness, we uh, say things with our mouth um, and our hearts, but our feet haven't caught up to it yet. You know what I mean? Our bodies, our flesh, our story, our past hasn't caught up yet to where we are going. And God's trying to rectify all that. So I, here I am, ministry leader, quote unquote, I'm still working this out. When it comes to identity, knowing who we are, operating from who we are affects everything. It's, it is ground zero, knowing who we are, knowing whose we are and who we are. So I'll tell you this story um, and how this relates to identity and I know it's going to strike a chord with all the moms and fathers get ready all the mama papas get ready I've got some hard training for you today but I promise you this is it we are the changers we we set the atmosphere for our families and for our homes so that we can have a new generation we can have if you've come from divorce and wreckage and family we have the power to turn it around uh, power love and sound mind we can do this but we have to get honest about our shortcomings so for me personally uh, my son and I, my son is 17 years old, um, just turned 17. That's crazy. 17. I'm the mom of a 17 year old. I have no idea how that happened, but it happened. And 
I'm um, continually, it's different now. And for those of you who are moms or fathers of teenagers, give me a high five, high five emoji. <laughs> moms and fathers of teenagers. Um, it is a, it is, it is a, it's completely different than when they're young. You know, I've said you cross over a time when you no longer can get uh, compliant. You want you, I value honesty more than I do compliance. I've, of course I want both. Amen. I want them to be compliant and I want them to be honest, but they're figuring out their own story. They're figuring out who they are, no matter how much train them up in godliness, but when they're older, they will not depart. There is a healthy wrestling that my kids are doing now. That's just, I want their faith to be their faith, not just that they are robots, right? I want them. So they have to enter the struggle and I see it happening now. And my firstborn son, Jack and I are, we're just, we're feeling it. This is a tension point. And this was, come on, this was once upon a time, my, my, my little boy who did everything right. He was compliant. My son is the definition of compliant. He always followed the rules. He always he never really got in trouble. He was just the perfect little boy. And I remember friends telling me, well, wait till he grows up, which by the way, don't say that to people. That's just cruel. Like don't, don't wish curses on people, but the time has come. He is growing up and he's no longer, he's questioning, he's pushing, he's, he's, he's wrestling with all the things and inside of 17 year old body of hormones, right? Like we're all went through it. So we have these, this tension thing going on. And yet this last week, I had the blessing of going to New York City with him. It was a planned mother-son trip, which I'm so grateful for that the Lord planned a mother-son trip at a time. And honestly, I'm just being straight up honest. I was afraid, I didn't really wanna go. Like, I have not really enjoyed my son. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> just saying it. That feels terrible to say, but you know it like, you're, I, love you, but I don't really like you right now. What is going on? What is going on? And in God's mercy, prior to us going, the poop hit the fan and like everything came out. And that's why do not despise when it's cruddy. Just don't, just don't freak out. It sucks. It's terrible, but breathe. That's why we train you here. So you can be in your body and be like, I'm afraid. I'm angry. I'm scared. I'm whatever it is. So you can get with the Lord, your father identity. So you can hold your ground, but things got really rocky and, and, um, sin and sin on my part, sin on his part, right? Just sin. It's just messy. The last thing I wanted to do was like get on a plane and go spend five days, which felt like you know, going into some type of a, it just, it wasn't a vacation. It felt like we were going to rehab together. Honestly, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, you're going to rehab together when you lock people into a place and sequester them together. And so, um, but I, a lot of prayer, a lot of, a lot of like, okay, God, I know you're good. I know you're good. I know you're good. I know you're for me. I know you're for my mothering. I know you're for my next generation, you know, all, all of it. And to be honest with you, the trip ended up, it was rocky at the beginning, but there was nothing better that we needed than literally to be locked in a little studio apartment and not necessarily locked in an apartment, but um, going out, we were together 24 seven, 24 seven. We never separated for five days. We went and saw the city. I also will side note and say, you guys are something really powerful. I'm grateful that the Lord would pick New York city. It was actually my son who picked it because you do a lot of walking. You do a lot of walking. Um, and it's in the walking 
side by side, shoulder to shoulder, right? Like I don't walk ahead of him. He's 17. Like I, I can walk with him shoulder to shoulder, walking, walking. I mean, we did like the first day we did 14 miles. The second day we did nine miles and eight miles. I mean, we walked and walked. I loved it. He loves it. We both love the city. And so we had a good time together, but that walking allowed us just time to talk. And that's called bottom up therapy, by the way. That's truly um, a, a psychologist use it. It's a, it's a term for like moving the body so that you can work yourself up to the head because most therapy is head is um, top down, but this is bottom up. Just, just go move bottom up, move your feet and then just see what comes out. And that's a lot of what we do. Revwell TV, our podcast, go join that. And trust me, bottom up therapy. You need bottom. You're moving anyways. How about moving towards love and freedom that you were made for? So we had a good time and things were healing and it was like, oh, I was starting to see my son again for who he is. I was listening. We're just walking. He's 17. He's a young man. I'm discovering him again. I'm seeing, oh, he's funny. Oh, here are the things that, man, that's amazing. All these great qualities about him. But then, okay, but then day four, day before we're leaving, um, we went to Central Park. And one of my favorite things of this trip to do that I'd never done before was to do a city bike. Had you ever rented a city bike? It's these bikes that you can rent and go anywhere you want in the city. And I love things. I love things with wheels. I think I realized that. I love scooters. I love roller skates. I love, I love things with wheels. Um, and so we got on a bike. Now, he did not really want to do this, but he was doing it for me. I thought he was doing it because he wanted to do it. I could tell he wasn't like really as excited, but I thought he wanted to do it. And so we ended up riding around Central Park, which by the way, is very hilly. <laughs> and city bikes are very heavy. Do the math. I work out. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> so there was like this, he did not have as much fun as I did. I had a blast. I could have went around that park like nine times. I loved it, it was a beautiful day. But he got, you know, kind of snippy. And that's why it's really good to go do activities together as a family because it will bring out the best and the worst in you. And that's okay. It's the point. It's supposed to be that way. So when we got done with the, the city, I could tell he actually at one point just left me in the dust and he was complaining. And we all know, man, grumbling, contagious, right? Grumbling begets more grumbling. And then so... I'm like, I'm not falling for this. And I'm just staying on my bike, praying and trying to stay positive. But he had a really stinky attitude. And I chose, I kind of prayed with the Lord about it. I'm like, okay, I can ignore it or we can talk about it. Ignoring it is easy. Talking about it, I knew meant that we would probably, there could be an argument after four great days together. Why would I want to risk that? But I felt like the Lord was like, go ahead. Like have the, discuss with him about you know his attitude we always say you in this family you're allowed to have feelings but you can't be rude you can be you can have a feeling but you cannot be rude that's that's it's gone too far so we get off the bike and we talk and basically i'll sum it up we talk back and forth of what that was and of course the minute i brought it up and i was charged about it too i won't say that i felt like completely centered in the lord like i was like man why was, I felt like, I thought he wanted to do it. I had a lot of my own crud going on. And so we began to tussle again, a verbal tussle. 
back and forth, which was bringing up like old kind of stuff, seasons that we're coming out of. And as we tousled a bit, but we were listening because we had spent invested time together. We could now kind of, we weren't going to lose what we had. He's for me. I'm for him. We want relationship, but there's been tension. And at one point he says to me, after we do a lot of talking, a lot of listening and a lot of praying on my part. And he says, he just goes, mom, can I give you some feedback? I said, yes. So my kids are allowed to give me feedback. I invite that in. We're going to talk about that next month in our month of radical freedom. And he just said, when you, I don't, I I know you need to correct me. I know like as a mom that you're trying to teach me. He said, could you try, I'm going to cry because this was such a simple thing that I thought, he said, could you try when you're talking to me, maybe talk through a smile. Mm. that's powerful that's again the body that's why the body body language your heart could be really true and right of like I'm fighting for him I want relationship this is good we're doing you know like you can say all the right things but if your your character your your body expression is saying another especially to a young child they still will pull back. They still will go, I can't trust you. You seem angry. You seem edgy. You seem upset. You're appearing to me as if you are not happy with me. Could you have a smile? That was a huge statement. Anyone, I would like to see some kabooms in the Facebook feed. Like that is, try, I want to challenge every parent here and spouse to a husband, to a wife, Next time you say something that you need to say that is heavy, that you need to be heard, or you feel like this is something that matters, can you say it through a smile? If you can't say it through a smile, you're probably not ready to say it. And if you can't say it through a smile, you probably don't, you you have forgotten who you are because you are loved. In Matthew 3, 17, Jesus being baptized comes up out of the water. He's beginning his ministry to go after all the brokenness in the world, all the sin, all the darkness. And he comes out of the water and the spirit falls upon him and a voice from heaven is heard saying, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. That's the beginning of the identity statement. It's for us as followers of Christ. This is because God is well pleased with Christ. He's well pleased with us. We draft in the inheritance everything that's Christ is ours. His identity, his provision, his purpose, it becomes ours too. This is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. As I was having that exchange with my husband, with my son, I was forgetting like this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Can I say it through a smile? In the word, Matthew 3, 17, I am well pleased. It's the word udukio, and it means to pleasure in, to be favorably inclined towards. And I love this. Think it good. Think it good. God thinks it good about you. He thinks good over you. And when you know that, you receive that, then you become someone who thinks good, even though it feels bad. So we have, we're just asking the Lord, Lord, make us purveyors of this kind of hope. 
that we are ministers of reconciliation who, although we confront bad news, although there's bad things, we can do it with a smile because this is good. God is good. He only does good. And in the end, it will be good. And if it's not good, it's not the end. And so I'm called to be a placeholder for hope, for pleasure, that God is pleased. God is pleased with me. God is pleased with me. God is pleased with me. It's something you just have to tell yourself. God's pleased with me. God's, even if you're like, no one else is pleased with you. God's pleased with me. If no one else sees you, God sees me. God's pleased with me. This be, when this becomes the reality of who we are, then we really are fit for the mission of bringing in all those who are hungry, all those who are hurt, all those who are broken and in need. We then can feed without a poverty place in us having to defend the very little bit that we think we have. When I'm talking to my son or my husband in a way that um, has an edge to it or anger or, or bravado, uh, it's scary. It's scary for people. They go, I don't, I, I, I want to trust you, but how you're saying it, how you're delivering this to me makes me wall up, but it is really hard. Try it. So by the way, I would like to sum this up with last night. We're home. We've been home a few days and, and everything really truly has changed in my relationship with my son. It's, it feels like the Lord just did a great work and I'm humbled and I'm teachable and I'm, I know I'm hearing from him how to move forward in this place. Um, and that last night, my son and my daughter got into an argument. And, you know, here I am. And my husband's traveling, of course. And so I had to kind of step in again. And I was trying to, like, do it, not escalate the problem, like, minister of reconciliation. Okay, what's going on? And honestly, all this work, if you are someone who's easily volatile, can I say this first? If you know you're someone who is quick to pop off, can I please beg you to go make it a practice to be still and be loved? Use the podcast. You ha- it, it isn't about, I want you to, you've got to create some myelin around your, neuro, your, your neurons of your brain. You're traumatized. You've been hurt. I get it. Hurting people hurt people. I've been hurt. And so we kind of do it over and over. We need to decompress and we have to we have to breathe and learn how to be still and how to be mindful so that we can feel our feelings no matter what and that creates an ability for you to have a little distance from your feelings i promise you this you guys if you're someone who easily you're like i'm i'll continue to do the thing i don't want to do it's not it's not going to cost you thousands of dollars in therapy start by being still and learning to just be in your body and create space and breathe. Just the act of doing that, whether you think it's doing anything or not for you, it will rewire your brain. I promise you, I'm living proof of it. You become like a bumper car. Instead of metal on metal, when you hit a moment, you will bounce off of it softer. You will be able to enter in in a softer way. Especially for me. See, I was mediating, so I was like, okay, this isn't personal for me. I want to I wanna de-escalate this. And... Um, as I addressed both of them, but primarily my son, because he did kind of miss it. You know, he's learning. He missed something and it hurt his sister's feelings. He just, he didn't think through some things. And, but I, I noticed, I heard the Holy Spirit say it with a smile, say it with a smile, keep your face smiling, keep your face smiling, say it with a smile. And so it changed everything. It changed everything. Even my delivery, it's hard to be angry through a smile. So it was just a kindness of like, Hey, it's kind of like, did you know in other um, countries, like showing people your hands 
expressing your hands as open makes people feel comfortable, that you're not holding any weapons against them. So when you open your mouth, when you smile, when you open your eyes, people can go, okay, I'm, but when you are frowning or have a heavy face or you seem angry, we don't even know it. We don't even know it. Praise God that my son, after 17 years, gave me this moment of feedback. Could you say it through a smile? Could you smile when you say it to me? Revolutionary. I just feel that, that's a, that is a revolution. I feel like, wow, I never even was wise enough to ask my parents for that. It was holy. Think it good, mom. Think it good. Think it good. Think it good. Say it if it's bad, but think it good. If Say what's bad. Say what feels bad, but think it good. Think it good. Because when you think it good, you stay the beloved. I want you to go download these because honestly, this is the identity. It comes off from Matthew 3, 17. This is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. We get all these 21 declaration statements of who we are. I am his delight. I am not a disappointment. My father loves me with an unyielding love. And then we have Bible verses that you look up, meditate on, and then just write. Write how something like this, I'm powerful because of Christ. The hope of glory lives in me. Like just, this is an identity. This is who God says I am. According to the scripture, 2 Corinthians 12, 6 through 10, 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 18, Daniel 2, 23. You go in there. This is true. This is true. This is who I am. And when we know these, and these are just 21 statements, by the way, which works with a podcast. If you download it, you'll, you'll see what it is. Um, that's just, there's many, many more. But then we operate continually in our identity. We make choices in our identity. We respond in our identity. If I cannot love, I have forgotten who I am. And I, now it's the matter of, if I cannot smile, I'm not ready to talk. <laughs> How's that for the next level? Because I can say, I do this because I love you and, and, and have this intense angry face and you know, kind of scowling uh, because I love you. Well, mm, <laughs> Yes, but can I put it in a message? Can I put it in a container that also says, you're safe. I'm, I'm not here to harm you. I am here to release you, to give you life, and to give you hope. I'm for you. I'm for you. Okay, I won't keep you any longer. I hope that blesses you. I would ask you these questions. Um, do you know and live loved. Do you know you're loved and do you live loved? Do you, you know, and I think more my second question would be, uh, and the final one I'll keep leave you with is, what is your practice of being loved by God? What did you have a practice for it? Please start a practice. That's why get the printable and start having a practice of being loved. Letting, you got to see God smile towards you. You have to see it. Because when we see it, we will mirror it. There are neurons in our brain, back to the brain. Listen, there are neurons in your brain. You will empathize with someone else. If someone else smiles at you, you will smile back at them. It's why babies start that first language. If you make a noise, they make a noise. We have to learn to mirror what we're already seeing in who God is, then we become that. Then we are really fit, we're fit, healthy messengers and ambassadors of reconciliation. Okay. I shall pray. I, oh, wait, I should put on my glasses now. I'll put these on. Yeah. If I can't smile, I'm not ready to talk. If I can't smile, I'm not ready to talk. I know you guys. And that could mean <laughs> on some issues, this could mean like days. I could take some days on some things, 
But I would say go for a walk, go move your body, go do some bottom-up therapy, go figure out because you're believing a lie. It's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie, and you're self-protecting, and there's still places to be healed in you that God would count it worthy that something would come against us so that we could be healed, not just so we can go make fix somebody else. I got to get fixed first. Hi. Yeah. We need shirt a day. We need shirts that day that I, that's not, I don't feel like that's a complete sentence, Stephanie. So I don't know how to respond to that. We need shirts that, oh, that say that, <laughs> that day that yes. If I cannot smile, I'm not ready to talk. Say it through a smile. That's how I feel. Got something to tell me? Say it through a smile. I'll listen. Say it through a smile. All right. Let me pray for us, mamas, papas, people. Generation before, we're bringing up a generation. We want them to catapult ahead of us. We want them to go longer, harder, further, and farther than we ever did. But we got to bless them. We've got to put them in a blessing and tell them, God is pleased with you. I'm pleased with you. That pleasure will take them further than trying to work from a place of striving or proving or fear. Lord, thank you so much. God, we thank you for this time. Thank you for Facebook Live. God, thank you for uh, my team who makes these free printables and downloadables loadables ready for people. God, that you want to raise us up. That no matter what age we are, you have not given up on us. You're pleased with us. We are your beloved daughters with whom you're well pleased. Your beloved sons with whom you are well pleased, God. Take identity and go further with us, Lord, with this concept, with this idea, with the DNA of who we are, Lord. I speak healing over minds that have been hurt, that have been abused, that have been rejected and neglected, where neurons have been dumbed down and given over to a life of, of poverty and lack. God, right now we say, awaken in Jesus' name and come online to being a son and a daughter with whom you are well pleased, God. Bring resources and abundance back into the hearts, minds, and souls of your people through the power of the Holy Spirit. Help us, God, to have courage to say no to the things that steal who we are, God, that steal from, from us, Lord. Help us to, to make kind decisions, to say kind words to ourselves, to have kind demeanors even when we deliver heavy messages, Lord. Only the Holy Spirit can reconcile us that way. So God, have your way in us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you guys. Hope that blesses you. I'll stay on, I'll stay on for just a little bit more. Um, instructor training is starting to enroll up too. So we